0: this is nrl boom rookies
1: hello everyone and welcome to another episode of nrl boom rookies alongside me as always mitch doyle hello
0: g'day everybody
1: Dal roots is here
0: he
2: is unfortunately for all of us
1: (laughs) yeah and uh we we have a fourth uh member today uh we, so this is the fourth of our six uh, podcasts this week, and this will be an all Melbourne Storm special. So we thought, um, what better, what better way to to celebrate that than to get a Melbourne Storm fan on? So we found the only Melbourne Storm fan, M. Sprouster. Hello. Hello.
3: <laughs> oh no, I've already been singled oh, out as being like it's the only begun. one.
1: <laughs> yep. So, um, so, uh, so yeah, this podcast will be all about the Melbourne Storm, They're, what they've done this year, their road to the grand final, their sort of hopes and dreams going into Sunday. And obviously, we'll get into sort of... Uh,
0: the underdog story of the yeah, Melbourne under- Yeah, the true the underdog, underdog story.
1: The people's yeah, team, the I've Melbourne claimed Storm. It. I've
3: decided. We're the, we're the underdogs
1: <laughs> this week. Who are actually the bookies' underdogs? Because I haven't looked. Uh, no, oh, oh,
3: uh, Panthers. Oh, so you favourites. Really? Yeah, Stormer like a buck 75 last really? time I checked. Yeah, yeah I wanted to put the house man. on it.
1: But... Yeah, there you go. Doll 72 to 220. So, bold of you to claim the underdog tag, but I, I respect you doing it. So when Tom Brady was like, "No one believes in the Patriots." Like, you've won six Super Bowls, mate. Everyone, Everyone said we could
0: win five, but no one said we could win six. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, yeah, as you say that, like, the Storm can't be underdogs purely because they've been to so many goddamn grand finals. Hey, like, what have they been mm. to four of the last five now? Yeah, but uh, I don't
3: understand how the team that's seventeen in a row at this point isn't the favorite.
2: because
1: well, they didn't win by seven hundred points on Friday.
3: Yeah, that
2: is a valid point.
1: Yeah. Um. Yeah. So. But we, we might just start there. So, Em, how did you become a Storm fan?
3: Um, it's a bit of a funny one. My family are the victims of the classic rugby league club merger erasure. <laughs> um, my, I've never lived in Melbourne. I'm not from Melbourne. My family's not from Melbourne. But uh, my grandfather was a North Sydney Bears supporter and a pretty tragic one at that. And... Um, he was the one They're who fed me my. by the way. I know, I
2: know. <laughs> Reid Campos' four part four, four part series, only in the uh, Daily Telegraph.
3: I loved um, no, that, Just email by me, way, I'll send it, it to you for free. So so you don't have to much. give them a
1: click. Yeah. <laughs>
3: um, yeah, he he was the one who fed me my my study diet of rugby league growing up, and um, when North Sydney kind of got merged into the Northern Eagles, he started to fall away from his rub- love of rugby league a little bit. Um, And it wasn't until 2003, I think, round one, Billy Slater makes his debut for the Melbourne Storm and my grandfather gets on the phone to my dad after the game and says, this is my guy. This is my team. I have found my guy. I like that. Um, Yeah, and basically ever since then, um, we would make the trek up to Gosford. They moved from Northbridge to Gosford to retire and we would go up there and we would watch the Saturday or the Sunday game and it didn't even fucking matter who played. But eventually the storm games became the better games to watch and the storm started doing really well. And we got on it and pretty much been on ever since.
1: But I, I, I feel like the storm played at either 7.30 or 9.30 PM every yeah. Saturday of my childhood. I
2: was, I was, I was going to say as well, Um, this, the storm games started being the better ones and they started being really good. They didn't win the premiership in their first season.
1: Yeah. So, I know that's a fair but,
0: point, <laughs> but he made that switch there. So he made the switch pretty much Northern Eagles died in 2002 yeah. And whilst yeah. he didn't know it was coming, he did switch to essentially the rivals of Manly for the next decade. Which that's a good yeah, point, actually. Good point. That's, that's pretty cool because obviously Northern Bears or North Sydney Bears fans are rightfully bitter with Manly.
3: Oh, I've always fucking hated Manly. Like yeah. well before I went to mm. Melbourne, it was, it was ingrained in me to hate Manly.
0: Yeah. I yeah. hated Manly because I, you know, moved to Sydney as a young fella, but I went to school. Yeah, I went to school in Chatswood, but a lot of the kids who went to my school came from the Northern Beaches. And so Manly were like the school's team almost. And that's why I hated them. Yeah, right. like, Everyone else goes for Manly. Fuck Manly. Fuck
1: Manly. Oh, just that, they were just that team you grew up being told to hate. Yeah. Was, you didn't know why. But All um, of
2: us who grew up in the 90s were still taught being yeah. fed a diet by our parents of yeah, you can't exactly. like Manly. Correct. Yeah. Even
1: now, like, even the fam- my family members who don't like watch
0: rugby league really are still like, ah, oh, Manly. Yeah. Every everyone time. in Sydney hates Manly. Yeah. But anyway, but back to we Melbourne got Dun, though. We, in the 90s we got dunkaroos, overcooked yep. roast dinners and a healthy diet of fuck me. Fuck <laughs> and don't forget, <laughs> exactly. don't forget, forget, forget TV. Yeah, I was going to say it's <laughs> and amazing.
3: And yeah, my, my my family had a long history with North Sydney anyway, like um like I said my pop lived in Northbridge. He was actually the butcher in Northbridge and um he had players who played uh who worked in the butcher shop. Um I'm just trying to think of the guy's name. Uh are those Ross on the board.
0: These these already.
3: Ross Warner was the Bears Hooker in the sixties and seventies and he was actually a butcher and he as well and he worked at my pop shop.
0: There you go.
3: In Northbridge. So Was yes. he
0: called Ross the Butcher? Because he wasn't, that's such a waste of a great nickname for a footy player. It I is.
3: know. I mean I wasn't <laughs> fucking alive, but I, I hope so. Um yeah, well. and I actually had a family, a great, great, great relative who played in the very first game of rugby league for Norths in nineteen oh eight.
1: That is cool. Love so, that. Yeah.
3: So um, um, blame me for being a Melbourne supporter because they got rid of North Sydney. Otherwise, perfectly I'd still fair. probably be a fan.
1: Of course you would. Um, so we mentioned yesterday that we... we actually, I don't know if... This, well, we we mentioned this a day prior. Sorry. Because <laughs> um, we Yeah, so we, we talked about how the split in the crowd is probably going to be the biggest ever this weekend. Are you concerned that you might genuinely be the only... Like you and your, the people you're going with might be the only Storm fans in the entire stadium given that people can't come up from Victoria?
3: Uh, yeah, but it still won't be as bad as 2016.
1: Uh, <laughs> oh. I, picked
3: up, I picked up tickets to the 2016 Grand Final um, from a Raiders fan after we knocked them out. And
0: <laughs> I took his oh, goddamn dear. lunch.
3: <laughs> <took> his, <laughs> <laughs> he, he was so confident too, and he came into work with his tail between his fucking legs and was just like, oh, do you want these tickets? I was like, yes, <laughs> yes, I do. Um, but I'm but not they, paying you for them. No, and they were like back row at ANZ. Um, oh, God, under you'd be better scoreboard. off not going. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm hard upside. Like, I couldn't fucking see shit. But yeah. everyone around us was a shark supporter, and the Melbourne active side was on the complete other end of the stadium. And essentially, no one was cheering when I cheered.
0: It sucked. Yeah, I love those moments. though. Like, I guess yeah. I've, been, I've I've, I've No, up they're great when you win, too, but they here. lost
1: Mitchell, so it sucks. Mm-hmm. I
0: know. I know. I was at the twenty seventeen Grand Final, and I had the, I was at the other end. I was the first row of the Bay above the Cowboys fans, and I was that dickhead yelling down at them every time the Storm did something. I'm yelling <laughs> down at them. <laughs> if
3: you're it's a neutral, great. if you're a neutral, it's fucking funny because you can just boo everything, right?
0: No, yeah, Mitch, Mitch, like, story,
1: Mitch's story arc from Cowboys sympathizer to. Cowboys hater, really just turned on a dime one balmy October night in 2015.
0: I mean, I've also been a Storm sympathizer for a long time. That's true. So, you know, one of the very few, about five years ago, that was like me, mate, I don't know, who else? <laughs> hey, I, I,
1: I, I got a selfie with Cam Smith at an ordinary game in like 2012, and I put it on Facebook and I got dozens of abusive comments from my friends. <laughs> oh, so,
0: I'm proud of you.
1: Thank you. We're Thank
3: slowly you. converting people one by one. Converting well, no, I mean th- we've today. always been a we've, been a we've always been a
1: we've always been a pretty pro Camp Smith slash pro Storm podcast, like, uh, we
2: it, when all when all have been anti Camp Smith, we've definitely been pro. Yeah, that's, that's for sure.
0: I've decided today, Ken Smith is LeBron James of the NRL. I've decided, I pulled the. Uh, oh, that's the, a good comparison. Yeah, I've pulled is the it? classic journalists, you know, how they. It's, just, it's not at all. It, no, he is. He's LeBron I think James the He is. He's the real no, guy. LeBron people. James
1: is the most athletically impressive person I'm to play. I'm not basically talking about the, how sport. they
0: play the goddamn sport. Settle <laughs> oh <my laughs> so God, down, Jimmy silly Smith. Galah. Yeah, I'm pulling Jimmy Slick. <laughs> but it's like, he's like. The, the greatest of all time in this sport and everyone wants to deny that he is yeah. and, and they want to live into this guy that they have memories of playing 30, 25 years ago. This guy's better. I remember those three games and they'll ignore Smith's whole resume, ignore his dominance of an entire decade just like LeBron's has and stick yeah. to it. No, this was right when I was nine years old so it's still right now.
1: Yeah, Cam Smith's <laughs> good but he, he wouldn't have been able to play hooker in I don't know, Gus Gould's days. He's Gould also a lost hooker, a think. lot of grand finals know. like like uh, oh, yeah, ball, yeah, true. great point um but so we'll start I there i guess round, um but anyway so melbourne finished second on the ladder winning 16 out of their 20 games um basically breezed through the final series <laughs> Um, <laughs> and now they're here again em do you get bored making grand finals every year no <laughs> good
3: yeah no i fucking love it um it's nice to support the winners um if I was still a North supporter, I imagine I'd be as miserable as everybody else, but it's nice mm. to go to a rugby league game and kind of already know how it's going to go. <laughs> yeah. Does that make me sound like a dickhead?
1: No, it it's does.
2: us going to Sydney FC games.
1: This is a level of arrogance we usually only get when I'm talking about Souths when they're good. So this is great. Keep this is this me South like four years ago with the Broncos <laughs>
2: Yeah, South Sydney overconfidence. <laughs> yeah. those. that was a
1: very or, good. Or, name, or, yeah, or Mitch, or Mitch in twenty fifteen. But
0: uh, I mean, it just sounds like what my my teenage years and when like the Brisbane was still good and the same thing. I'd go to games and like if we didn't win, I'd be like, "Well, that's that doesn't happen. This is the what? first loss I've ever seen. <laughs> Excuse me." It's like the You're opposite of it's games? like the
2: opposite of Campo. It just. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, like, excuse
1: my... me, no, I'm not going to have Campo stealing my valor as like the person who had to go and watch their team get the shit kicked yeah, out of Yeah, but the difference week. is that Dale,
2: you believe that you can still win games. Like really? Campo is a human.
1: We won like, thirteen games true. in three years, Dale. In the no, first know, three years, is... where I went to I the mean, footy every not week. Throw, the Newcastle true, Knights but vanguard, but hell. <laughs> <laughs> god.
3: Couldn't could oh, win it all, so now trying to claim
1: the ultimate sad sack status. Is it yeah. Oh, He's mate, l- listen, no, nothing, nothing, is sad, nothing is a sad, nothing, nothing fan base wise in rugby league is, can be as sad as going for South from like 2000 to 2004. That, that's I mean, going fact.
2: for them in 2001 was not great. That's why I said
1: 2000 but, to 2004, <laughs> including the grass. years they were not in the competition. Doing my <laughs> but yeah, for him, um,
0: though, since the start of the decade in 2011, when the decade yep. started, they've, what, they made the prelim every year bar two seasons at least yeah. the prelim. So they didn't make the prelims in 2014. Oh yeah, that one year they lost to the Bulldogs was tough. Yeah. They didn't make, mean, make the top four once as well, 2014. And then you've made that four of the last five grand finals. Like.
3: It was disappointing to get bundled out of the finals. If we didn't make it basically to week three or to the grand final, it was like, oh, well, that was a disappointment.
0: Wait,
1: year. So every, every time Melbourne don't finish in the top four, South's win the premiership. That's a
0: fact. Isn't <laughs> <it>?
1: <laughs> Fuck. Please suck next year. Um, no, <laughs> fair enough. Um, so Maybe. were you, did you start the season expecting that you'd be at this point? Well, I suppose um, you probably did, but
3: yeah, before, like before the, the rounds got shut down, what was that round two? two? I think we got two rounds in. Yeah. I felt kind of like things were good, but I'd been burned in 2016 and 2018. So I, I didn't want to get too confident about it, but then it got shut down and I thought, well, rugby league's never been played again. <laughs> and then when it did we got moved to Albury and then we got moved to the Sunshine Coast and it was like well there's a, a reason why we could not do so well this year and it would be okay people would be like well their whole lives got upended like it's no wonder they didn't do well um but then we just kept winning and we just kept winning and we just kept winning and there's almost like a I, I think I heard you guys talk about it like the camp mentality kind of idea I think they've really latched onto that and now and they've got this attitude about them that just seems a bit unstoppable at the moment. So I'm quietly confident this
0: year. Yeah. I mean it's
2: interesting though, the point that you make about like they just kept winning and kept winning. Like it's interesting that Melbourne have come second and are somehow under the radar. Oh,
0: they're like, always under the radar. No one likes to yeah, talk about the storm. They have been under the radar for I mean a that's decade. true,
2: but like it, I know that they're favourites with the bookies, but like no one's going to be talking about oh how it's the Storm's year again. And I know it's obviously because they've been the best club of the last 10 years um, or at least one of the best two Um, but yeah as I said I mean it's it's strange that in, in a game where there are only two teams playing that they are so they're so unders in the media you know like no one's expecting them to have a hope in this game I think obviously except for the bookies as I said
3: yeah. I realised nobody watches Storm Games around about twenty sixteen when <laughs> we had <laughs> we had four forty point victories in a year and we kept three teams to zero in a season and people were saying that we were arm wrestlers and that like all of our like games grinders. were built on Yeah, yeah we're grinders. grinders yeah. I was like, no, we're fucking not. We're just we're bullies. Like we just score yeah. points when we feel like it and we shut things out when we feel like it. Like that's what we are.
0: I had an to gone around that time too, because they were getting, that was really when you're right. They were peaked getting blamed for all the wrestle in the game. Mm-hmm. And it's like, no, they're not the only team that did that. I hated that. They're not the only team. They are one of the pioneers of the wrestle, but it's like, there was this other team that were also doing really good. And they played lots of grand finals with them. You know, that other team Manly. Yeah. They did it as well. Like a lot. <laughs> like they just yeah. Like, but, we,
3: we We may have like introduced the wrestle to the game, but by no means are we the experts at it even anymore. Yeah. Um, teams I mean, have learned and adapted from it, and taken it to where we can't.
1: I don't think Melbourne are even the worst wrestlers in this it, grand final. Yeah, but so they're not. Agreed. Yeah,
0: <laughs> but it's
1: but like, don't you dare was...
3: say that to a Panthers supporter, because I play will play. fuck them.
1: I'll tell them. They yeah. already they already take any thing that isn't just like saying they're the greatest team ever as the biggest disrespect. Ah, oh, so need not? credit, <laughs>
0: mate. Need credit. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I was going to mention though, you guys this year, Em So you've you've lost. You've had this year like a game you. Didn't care if you won. Was a dragons game.
3: Oh yeah, don't even worry about that. Yeah, hey.
0: Exactly. Doesn't doesn't matter. Parramatta, you lost at Bankwest, but Parramatta at Bankwest are a bit of a different beast. Also, that and, was in back Melbourne's reserve grade. I was about to say that Riley was, Jacks, yeah. Cooper Johns, the halves, Brandon Smith at nine. You lost that game, so and then when you lost to Penrith in round six, so people have remembered you lost, but have forgotten the situation you lost in. And again, you're missing. You have Riley Jacks playing in the seven. You're missing Jerome Hughes. You have Marion Sevy on the wing for Addo Car, and then you've also got um, Christian Welch just coming back from injury and so that's like, and then the your other loss is Canberra in round three and whatever but more I so like
3: that our halves have been a mess all year like if Hughes has been there then Munster hasn't and if Munster has been there then Hughes hasn't like Riley Jackson Cooper Johns and all these other players have been fill-ins and they're not playing any Reggies this year they're not getting any game time
0: Well, that's it. Like the the Penrith have come into the grand final with all 30 of their 30 fit, which is ridiculous. And I know Storm are pretty fit now too, but the record, there's not a gap between these two sides to me. There's not a three win gap in their season performance. The Storm just lost games, as you said, through injury or when they wanted to lose it. I wouldn't have been shocked if they went through this season as well with one loss or zero losses with how good them and Penrith have been all year. Mm. But uh, that's, that's like, I know now they're the favourites, but two weeks ago I was thinking the Storm with the grand final because, yeah, once I look through, you look at the context of them, they lost to Penrith. It's like, well, it was so long ago, firstly, but secondly, like they're missing players. And this week they've come in like, Finucane's back, everyone is there. Like their team's so good that Finucane's on the bench now.
3: Yeah, Finucane can't even get his spot back.
0: <laughs> yeah.
3: Insane.
1: Yeah, that's totally, that, that's totally fair, I think, yeah. Um, and it is i guess for the i guess for the best for the neutrals really that both teams are basically full strength this weekend um are there i guess how much different do you feel this year than you did particularly last, like last year not just last year in last year's both in last year's losing team and in 2018's grand final losing team um how much better is this squad
3: um across the park i think we just have more options i think um 2017 is kind of the outlier, right? Because in 2017, I knew from around about, I think that was like round 10 when we had that 36, 38 loss. I was like, okay, we're going to win it this year. Like sell me the tickets now. Like I'll, I'll go. And it was because we had, you know, Cronk and we had Smith and we had options and we had um, centers who weren't afraid to throw the ball around and we had fast wingers and we had all of this, you know, all of the right pieces of the puzzle all came together at the right time. And then in 2018, everyone was like, oh yeah, like you guys will just do it again. Like no one gave enough credit to Cooper Cronk and what he brought to that team because as soon as we lost him, we lost direction, we lost an attacking option. And we also lost a person who kind of gets us out of trouble. Every time we found ourselves kind of down and out or on the back foot or penalties not going our way or anything like that, the only person who could kick us out of trouble was Cameron Smith really. Mm. And so as soon as it all fell to him, I think we got found out really quickly. And so I think this year is the first year, probably since 2016, 2017, where I felt like we have more than one option. And the thing that really gave me the confidence was Ryan Pappenhausen's field goal earlier Hell this year. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> when he goals. kicked that, I was like, oh shit, okay.
0: I, th- I think you totally nailed it with that Storm team though. Like they still won a lot of games post Cronk, but at 100% it's those couple of the close games or if teams match their level without Cooper, you know, Cam is only one man. Brodie Croft, oh, don't start me. Goddamn starts. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like that, that's it. They, they were missing that other option and Jerome Hughes have created it there, but also they've founded Pappenhausen as well who's developed his game. Like Last year, he was just pretty much a ball runner and this year he's added so much more. Like he said, banging that field goal against the Roosters, it showed that there's someone else in the grand final they can look to, to do that kind of stuff.
3: I just think that if we, if we get on the back foot with Penrith, which is very possible with how mm. aggressive and in your face they are, that we have options to get ourselves out of trouble. Whereas in previous years, people like Canberra or Cronulla or the Roosters would get up in our face and we'd be like, oh, we don't know what to do now because we're not winning and we don't know how not to.
0: Yeah, that's it. Like in that game, in the 2018 grand final, you mentioned as well, like you guys got really pounded in the middle and you couldn't- And quickly too. Yeah, and you couldn't turn the game back over. But, and I know some of these guys are good now, but Joe Stimson started that grand final. You know, Tim Glasby started that grand final. And then Christian Welch, uh, Sova Solomon, and Brandon Smith are on the bench and Kenny Bromwich. But none of those guys are the player they are now at that point.
3: Yeah. Like, you couldn't needed, stop the role. They've needed a few years to kind of grow into it and really, like, beef up as well. Like, even players like Edo Carr. Like, Edo Carr's probably carrying an extra 15 kilos on what he was carrying when he was, what, 2016, 2017 top try scorer hmm. And he he's staying infield now he's and he's still as quick as he was and he's not getting pushed back and we're not, we're not getting bullied through the middle. Like we used to a little bit before Bellamy turned around and said, well, fuck it. I'm just going to fill the guy, the team with the biggest guys that I can find. <laughs> good strategy too. I'm all, I'm all for it. I like It, I it like
2: is. It. it is one thing that I, that I notice most about like Melbourne watching them aside from obviously that they're very good. It's just like how big their middles are. And I know that like, penrith this year have kind of improvised and found those like what i guess in afl you would call mid-size talls like they're big guys but they're not massive whereas melbourne are just like why don't we just
0: find the biggest people yeah like the penrith are long in the middle but they're not exactly broad like isaiah (laughs) yo is a great example (laughs) like somehow
2: they found this bloke who's like what you would expect a lock forward like he's he's the same kind of like he's just a bigger like daniel wagon you know, like he's that really rangy, yeah. quick, still quick. Like that try that he scored on the weekend is still quick, but he's not a huge man. Those Whereas guys are supposed at, to
0: play in the middle and in their role. Yeah,
2: exactly. Much. Like he should be an edge player. And we've seen that all throughout his career. But like, as I said, Melbourne have just been like, what if all of our players were the size of a
0: house?
3: <laughs> yeah. Like we've got, we've got a Stafford Solomona starting at lock.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Which is crazy. Right? It is. But that bench as well, like Tino and Fanucan off the bench and Brandon Smith, it's just so much aggression and, and Fanucan can bring ruck control off the bench as well. Like the Penrith is so good at winning at the point of contact and they've been dominating teams doing that. And they're, they're, probably, they're probably the best team in the competition in terms of doing those things coaches want to see. Coaches want to see, you know, good completions and, and good, good line speed and whatever. They're really good at that stuff. Very and well drilled. Very well drilled, but yeah. they do lack a bit of, uh, you know, excitement and ability to spread the ball and similar. But if there's any team that can counter what they're good at, like it's we know it's the Storm. Yeah. We know guys like Kane Smith and Finucane will get the Perth ball runners on their back. We know you're not going to like they're not going to flatten us like for Solomona and Tino or Christian Welch or Jesse Bombich They're not going to flatten them like they were flattening the South Pack. There's too many of them, as you said, Dale. They're literal rugby league giants. Yeah, and
2: and as you say, like I mean, if they come out with quick line speed. Like that's fine, but still, like if you're tackling, if you're tackling somebody like a Solomona or Christian Welch or these really big guys, like mm. that line speed doesn't really matter because they've still got, because they're all coming off the back fence for every hit up. Yeah. Like they've still got that inertia, so you, it doesn't matter where you hit them; they're still going to be able to w- like walk through those tackles in a lot of ways. Mm.
3: Yeah, and from an attacking point of view as well, we just keep running these like huge men at them, and we just exhaust teams now. I think the way that we defensively grind out a win if you want to call it that now is that we just tire people out. Like we did it with Canberra last week. You know, we, we got out fast, we put a score on. And then in the second half, we just put up a brick wall and said, we'll yeah. fucking try and run through it. And they couldn't.
0: That's it. And I, and I do love, like, you've got that great mix of, of the big men and the speed men, mm. you know, it's like the, the big men to the middle crush teams. Then you're so, you're so willing to spread the ball early. And give it to the guys fast, that wide. You've really like opened up Justin Ollin 's potential because like he gets balled and broken play so often on that left hand side. And you guys would go from being on your thirty, spread it left, and all of a sudden you've got like Pappenhaus and Ollam and Adokar with a bit of an overlap. And just those three guys with how firstly fast all of them are, but and physical at Olem is like crack teams open all the time. Like I don't understand people don't think this team's entertaining. I love watching the Storm play rugby league, and I love the fact like as you said, they'll smash somebody. And then you've got guys at a car who've got bigger and faster and like they're out wide and yeah, yeah. they're, they're I, one of those I, teams that like I would, if I could design a team on a video game, how I want my team to play, like it could be how the storm play. Even though I said co- the Penrith play, how coaches want teams to play, the storm play is how, how I want my team to play. It's, it's like you've been
2: given like, you know, 500 points. Yeah. To- <laughs> yeah. To make your best team or your best player and you've given all of your middles are a hundred size and all of yeah. your outside backs are a hundred <laughs> fast. <laughs> yeah, that's it. And I your cook- like- your hooker is a one hundred sneak that's
3: I, it <laughs> this was me playing Supercoach this year not being able to figure out why i couldn't just buy all my favorite players I was but like, oh, why can't I? But
2: like it's, it's funny system, because it? like we <laughs> talk about so much like about the earning the right to spin the ball wide and that's one of the things that melbourne do well they do it like they, two minutes though it's great they earn the ball they earn the right they go through they like you know what? you're
1: off the kickoff sometimes i don't care yeah. it's awesome
2: yeah. it's just like you know what let's hit it up let's have a nice 15 metre gain, and then we'll just chuck it wide and have some fun and um, like they, they earn we... the right to have the fun, which is which It's is kind
1: good. of funny that like we're talking about a grand final where I'm legitimately worried that the other team is going to push the boundaries of the rules to stop Melbourne from <laughs> playing quick, ex- expansive football. But it's funny, <laughs> but it's true.
3: But this it's is true. Why we deserve the underdog status. Like the refs are going to be against us. Come on, man.
1: First of all, the refs are against everyone. If I listen to fans <laughs> of that particular team, um, but yeah, no. Listen, I'm, I'm, I, as I said, if Tom Brady can call the Patriots underdogs, you can say that the two dollar, the dollar seventy five Melbourne Storm are the underdogs. We can allow you to have that. That's totally fine. No one believes in us. You can say, even though it's yeah. not true, because we yeah, believe. I, I Just, think.
3: Yeah, that's yeah. fine. I'll take it. If I can um, have you, you three, then it doesn't
1: matter. So we've talked about
0: <laughs> if you can have us three, huh?
1: Jeez. <laughs> um, so we've oh, talked man. about the we've talked about the team as a whole, but Mitch, you are. Before we jumped on today, you went in a deep dive about Cameron Smith?
0: Oh, kind of. But yeah, I thought I'd save some of it. I wanted to ask Em, though, um, do you think Cairns retiring?
3: I didn't until I saw him get chaired off the field yeah. at some court. That's, what um, changed.
2: That's what changed my mind as well.
3: Yeah. Um, and the other thing is, is that, like, for all of his, like, connivingness and all of his, like, um, I guess, bad, evil villain persona that he's got, I think the guy, like from what I've seen in, in um, like Storm's like Instagram and all of that kind of stuff, the guy's a bit of a larrikin and a bit of a laugh, right? But I think he seriously doesn't want to go out a loser. I think, I think he saw what happened to Slater in 2018 and he was like, yeah, no, nah, I don't want that. So I was always of the opinion that if we won the grand final, he'd pull it right there and be like, okay, yeah, that's me done. Um, if we lose, I wouldn't be surprised if he goes around again, but I do have questions about how we integrate some of these new kids who are coming through into the team, Like you can't have Smith and baby Smith and Harry Grant, and also have two locks as well. Like something's got to give somewhere along the way. Um, it oh, must I think be tough he's...
0: for you picking out of oh. the three best hookers in the competition. God, it's hard. <laughs>
3: You know, jealousy oh. doesn't look good on you, Mitch.
0: No, it doesn't. But I still have it.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I just think I just think that he he loves his team, but he for all of his like self accolades and want, wanting to go out a winner, I think he is also kind of aware of what's coming through as a team as well. Like for the last couple of years, every time we've had a successful season, and he's been interviewed about grand final and what it means and whatnot, he's written fairly lengthy things or spoken at length about how the team is youthful and energetic and he's really enjoying his mentorship kind of side of his role and his leadership side of his role at storm even more and more. And I think that's probably taking over. So, I mean, part of me thinks that he'll, he'll retire at the end of this year just because it's, it's time. And I also don't think he wants the whole JT last season. Yeah.
1: We mentioned either. that as well. I think, I think. How will you feel if he plays for someone else next year?
2: Yeah, that's a good oh, question. Oh, no,
3: I just slipped my wrist. Uh, wow. It was, already, <laughs> it was already bad enough when Kronk did it. Like,
1: this yeah. is the levels, this is how spoiled Stormfeds are. The worst thing that could happen to them is oh, like, their best player plays team. somewhere else for one
0: year. Give him a surfboard, Gold that would Coast. To
3: you as well.
0: I love not being the most spoiled fan. Yay. <laughs> it's an I love it. um, well I'm done, done, Em. you've taken my it's title of smuggest
1: fan <laughs> and Mitch's title <laughs> of most spoiled fan. Yeah. Um, actually no, the night th- th- actually the neg- no, you the negativity you've just presented there has probably taken Dale's most nihilistic fan as well. So yeah, three for three. Yeah. Very true. Well done. Done. can I
0: um can I go through the seventeen of when Ken Smith debuted? yes Please this is ridiculous do. so he, David in 2002 in round 5 he played can you halfback. also go through through that
1: 2008 team that we always laugh at because it's the most salary cap cheating team of all time
0: yeah okay so 2002 okay, team fullbacks junior Lungy because um, Robbie Ross is injured to start the year the wings are Matt Geyer and Marcus By which is not too bad it's the centres Aaron Mule and Steve Bell mm-hmm. and then the halves you know Scott Hill and Cam Smith it's alright uh, sorry Cam
1: Smith played halfback
0: yeah he did yeah. he played halfback oh, okay. he, first, he played two games in 2002 both at halfback yeah uh, mm. Richard Swain was still the hooker. Oh, of course. Uh, front row, Robbie Kearns and not that Shane Walker, a different Shane Walker. Yep. <laughs> um, back row, Danny Williams, Stephen Kearney, and Henry Perinara. Was this
1: before or after Danny Williams king hit him? man? Eh?
0: <laughs> <The three before laughs> it's hard king to hit. say. Yeah. Uh, and then the bench, bench Ian Sibbett, Matt Rua, Mitchell Sargent, and William Laishon, whoever that is. I don't know who he is. I've but, never uh, heard of him. Was th-
1: wait, was that Mitchell Sargent, the guy that played for the Cowboys as well? Yes.
0: Bluey? No, no, that's Steve Southern. Yeah,
1: okay. <laughs> it is. I was going to say, Sergeant. also, isn't,
2: Blue, isn't Bluey the name of their mascot?
1: It is, but it was also a player.
0: Yeah. so um, All the way back great, in 2002, team. that team. Uh, good team, you say, on paper. Got not a good team. Uh, <laughs> no. What did they mean? Like, Cameron Smith games? was
3: a, what, Brisbane reject at that point. Like, he'd been scouted up there and kind of yeah. turned his back on. And I know he didn't make, like, the under-18s or something like that up in Queensland, like the rep team. And yep. that was kind of the kiss of death up there. If you didn't make that team, you were never getting into, into the Broncos. Uh,
0: I think, like, it's one of those things, that the junior system, and I, and I believe Queensland, I don't know if I can mention it, if it's in secret, if Nola doesn't say it or not, but Queensland are changing their talent ID system. But one of the worst things about rep football and, and juniors everywhere is, like, you make the team or you don't. Mm. Like, you capture Very like true 20 oddish players, you make it or you don't, and then it's, like, you're not exposing enough of a... A group of young men to elite football or or expectations of elite football or training or coaching like i don't know any of you guys played if you played played club rugby or similar i used to have the thing i'd play club rugby and you'd be coached by some guy's dad you know someone's dad who didn't know shit about the game and then you go to reps and you'd make the team or not but if you didn't make the team it's like oh i'm not getting coaching this year (laughs) it's like it's like well you know i didn't make the 22 or whatever so that's it. I'm not getting caught, coach this year. But yeah, Kansas missed out on that, thought his life was over. Uh, mm-hmm. And I think, I, I don't know if you, like, I watched a documentary when he mentioned that. I don't know if you knew that earlier. But yeah, he, like, thought his life was over. Hey, and then. Yeah. Did he, I you know, want to imagine that he
1: did a happy Gilmore and just, like, went to, like, a bowling net and just let a cricket machine just keep shooting balls at him to toughen up <laughs> for next year. Yeah, uh,
0: uh, that, th- that, him missing on a team was so goddamn stupid because he played for Queensland, like, 18 months later. That's how stupid it was. He didn't mm-hmm. make the under 18s but he played for actual cool. Queensland. Like 18 who months Do um, you know
1: out. who made that under 187 hooker ahead
0: of him? I don't know. I'm going to oh guess, like, God. I'm going to guess Jack Fallon. Or someone. <laughs> totally. Yeah. I don't know. It's, uh, we'll see if I can find that now. Probably not. So he
3: moves down to Melbourne and, and they've got, a, like, an incumbent hooker who is a good hooker as well. And he ends up living in Mark Guy's basement, apparently. I read this today. And he was babysitting these kids for him. <laughs> like, Nobody thought this guy was going to be anything. I just, it's amazing.
0: Yeah, he falls on that that great generation of like, these guys are just before like Instagram, social media, internet highlight videos. Like, Mm. Billy's the same. Like, if if someone had watched, if other fans had watched Billy play juniors, people would have been pumped because he was fast. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's it, but yeah. that is. And St. Cooper was an outside back too, but those three guys like went to a club and I think Melbourne at that time, like they're still in the infancy that they'll just, they'll take a chance they'll, they'll still do it now but at that time they there's no juniors in melbourne at all no. like they've got to take a chance on those guys who don't make the make it make the grade and
2: yeah and they they because a lot of their team was formed out of the like originally was formed out of like the end of the western reds if i remember correctly they had players come back over he'd played in perth um and as you say like the rest of them were basically just like well, not no hopers but you know Players who hadn't made grade and players who were playing in Q Cup and players who were kind of rattling around the traps who were out of car- like out of contract. Um, and yeah, they, they obviously managed to find, you know, arguably the best player of all time. Just like well, chilling one, out.
3: One thing I love about that is that that seems to have permeated in our culture, like this idea of taking a chance on the reject. Mm. We, even to this day, we still take on so many players who get turned the away team's from other full clubs of rejects.
0: Or, it, yeah. it sounds dumb saying that, but they are full of rejects.
3: Yeah, exactly. We, we have this ability of just like giving a chance to a kid and then something, some kind of combination of that and the culture and Bellamy's coaching and all of that kind of stuff comes together and creates a superstar, you know, or creates a very thin Sam Cassiano.
0: <laughs> That's it. You, look, you look at the team now and it's like, Pappenhausen was a reject. Uh, Branko Lee's a reject. Justin Olem, not really a reject, but didn't get an opportunity. Car's yeah. a reject. Cam Muntz is a reject. Jerome Hughes is a double reject. From the he actually played for the Titans and the Cowboys. Uh, what Felice Kafusi is a reject. Kenny Bromwich is a reject. Nick like that, Nico Hines is it Manly? He's a reject as well. That's a lot of players who went were in other systems. that team said no to. Still <laughs> like,
3: Yeah, and they're and they're on the eve of potentially winning a premiership.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You know, and I think there probably is something in that. And there's probably like Craig Bellamy has to answer this question. Not me. Maybe you know more in, but there has to be something in that mentality. They look for those kind of people. They must be looking for someone who has something to prove when they go down there. Cause I know they have that set up that when you go to Melbourne, your first off season at Melbourne, you have to work like a real job mm. and do boot camp. But it does feel like a lot of the guys that go down there, like they have a lot of people they bring on like someone else said no to, or well, you can come here and prove it. You can prove it at the best club in the competition.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think it's a bit like last chance you, right? Like you, they go down there. They've got literally no other option and Craig Bellamy turns around to them and says, I'm going to give you one really simple task, whether that be a number of tackles to make or a player to target or something like that. And that's going to be your job. And if you just do that one simple thing, I will turn you into a better footballer. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Like Felice Gafusi didn't even, didn't even play for the Cowboys before they rejected him. Like, he was just like the brother of Antonio Cafusi. You know? One yeah. of those guys end up being yeah, they're basically the best of the, them. The opposite of the Gold Coast. <laughs> yeah.
3: It's yeah, where man. dreams uh, dreams go to Live, become reality, flourish. not where they yeah, go. Yeah, but also,
2: like, it, it's not... You know, like, remember when Dufty was threatened with going to the Titans? <laughs> <laughs> I don't right, know, imagine
3: Matt. if a player got threatened with going to Melbourne. He'd be like, right, when's my Oh, flight?
2: when? Sure. How, how do I get...
0: Th- oh, you have to stay in a hotel for two weeks. Oh, oh. Yeah. But works for yeah. the cheese. Do you want to do 2008 Melbourne? Do your Bungard? You yeah, see?
1: just like the, I think there's a game where they beat the Bulldogs like 40 nil, and it's the most comically, like, hilariously over the salary cap team of all time.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, so it's round 12
1: that year. Yeah, please read it out. Yeah, it's great. Oh, it's oh, gonna yeah. have
3: English Falau, like all of them. It's gonna be a
0: mess. And the English is oh, he's in that team. He's playing six, so you know there's, there's room for him. But Billy Slater at fullback, uh, Israel Folau, one centre, Matt Guy the other centre. Mm. Uh, Turner and Quinn, the wings. So that's not that, that, that's us. But then you get to Inglis at six, Cronk at seven. And then I know these guys aren't the largest names now, but Jeff Lima, Brett Wright in the front row, rep players, Ken Smith at nine, Crocker, Hoffman, Dallas Johnson, all rep back row. And then on the bench, you have, yeah, Jeremy Smith, Adam Bless, Sicomano, Antonio Cafusi. <laughs> like the bench is ridiculous. That's offensive. I'm hurt. Yeah. It's like, oh, but they the, that classic. thing of like, well, but we still have Steve Quinn. Sorry, Steve Turner. So you know we not. You can't be cheating, guys. We've got Steve Turner. We
3: we'll saved <laughs> yeah. our money on the edges. Yeah. yeah. Case
0: dismissed. <laughs> uh, it's good. Uh, but they still got thumped in that game. They, they
1: had Will Chambers anymore. that year as well. Where was he? It doesn't matter. Who cares? It's not important. Yeah. Um. He, but he was. But he, They
0: had him. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> he was, there. He was there. Uh, I don't just there. not remember what signing was it? The, it was the year they. Who they signed? They got someone half. It was a. Who's the guy that went from Newcastle to their back rower? Steve Simpson? Did they have Steve Simpson? Steve? Oh, I got someone else mixed up. Who they? Who they signed from Newcastle? There's someone. This is terrible radio. It's not great. Um, They had uh, Aiden Tolman as well. Aiden Tolman. They had him as well, mate. Well, they had. uh, They had the great Brett Finch, and he. Yeah. Oh, Finchy. Finchy. There's uh, nothing. The
3: second best post uh, grand final interview of all time after Andrew Johns or Matty Johns.
1: Excuse me. Put some respect on Chris (laughs) Hyington's (laughs) name. Also, I mean it wasn't an interview,
2: you. but South's uh South's Wolfpack Man Oh yeah. That right guy's there.
1: That guy's the, oh Kevin Proctor was also in that team. Just only played three games off the bench. Yeah, so. well, you
0: know, didn't have room. And
1: Sinbad Kali oh. was in that team. What a <laughs>
0: great, great name. name. Great name. <laughs> <laughs> that's phenomenal. Um,
2: <laughs> give me two wrestlers.
0: Ah, this yeah. is who it was. Clinton Newton, who I don't rate, but the fact they had at like at that that's what I, I as a seventeen year old, I was like, what the hell's going on there? When when they could just add Clinton Newton to that team mid season and have cap room, you're like Mm. Uh, he's not mm. a great player, but he played country origin and this, this he's all, all of a sudden on the storm bench half like maybe they year. tricked
1: him into playing for free. This was the guy that broke up with Jen Hawkins, so he's famously not <laughs> this is true he did great at decision making
0: so oh and that was the year before they had Matt King in two thousand and seven as well and Ben cross like whatever anyway I like that sto- I like that storm team. Yeah I did yes, like, I agree. Oh, What a shock. Um, like I like the team that makes a lot of queens at origin plays. Yeah. So it's really, obviously, uh,
1: obviously we're going to do our our preview episode in full on Saturday, but Em, what are you expecting from Sunday's game?
3: Um I think it goes one or two ways and I think I know in the yes, first kind Yes, of... that's that's
1: usually how. <laughs> someone <laughs> will win, someone will lose. Yeah, yep.
3: yeah. Um <laughs> I think I think I'll know in the first kind of 20 minutes or so whether we'll it's our game or not and it'll be based off how quickly we come out of the gates and I know it's meant to rain pretty heavily over the weekend and I know that ANZ is you know a gumboot kind of stadium but um I think I think if we come out complete our sets at at a good rate and don't make any unforced errors and sort of put that kind of pressure on Penrith like the you're not getting the ball kind of pressure on Penrith I think Mm. we're in with a shot but if we cough the ball up early or if we make a poor defensive read on the edge and they get around the outside of us and they score two or three quick tries then i think we're gonna lose it i think i think the game's going to be decided in the first 20 minutes much like um much like the game last week as well i think i i don't i don't think it'll be like the panthers south's game that kind of went down to the wire a little bit i think it'll be decided pretty early
0: yeah I Fair do enough. think one of the advantages you guys have, because a lot of Penrith's points, they do come from, as you said, bulk possession you want to get from them, but they come from their kicking game. Mm. And I know Vunavalo's a bit insane, but you're actually quite good at defusing opposition's kicking game. And you've got that thing like Jerome Hughes and Cam Munster, whilst it's not their role, they're actually also post pretty good at it. Like, you know how mm. Cleary likes targeting that spot, like just next to the post where the back row is? They're not mm-hmm. going to get as much joy doing that against you guys as they get against most teams.
3: No, and I think that they're not also going to have as much uh, joy with their, with their Jack and Jill kind of motion as well because yeah. I, think, I think we wrap those up really well and I think we've also got players who can leap in the air as well. Like, I'm not, I'm not too worried about that as well. So I think the only way they're getting points is around the outside or if we make really bad defensive reads through the middle and Isaiah, Isaiah Yo makes a <laughs> make the break or something like that. <laughs> end me. If that happens, just end me.
2: What will happen if Cam Smith gets fended off like Damien Cook did?
1: Will the world end?
3: Couldn't happen. Only happens to beach sprinters.
1: Did we? we well, having such a nice podcast. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's <laughs> okay. It's not your fault. Sorry, Matt. Um, it is now's <laughs> fault. I mean,
3: I, I, everyone, everyone's talking about all of the things that happened last week about you know the points that we put on early and the, and that try-saving tackle from Cameron Smith. But no one's talking about one thing that I saw in the game, which was my favourite moment, which was when Ado Car caught the ball sliding on his knees. Mm. and and then just offloaded it to an already sprinting pappenhausen i was like that mm. that's my that's favorite sick. thing that i've seen in rugby league all year that's that's the best thing ever
1: oh i guess you missed um, Corey allen giving the ball to alex johnston to score his fifth. <laughs> try. that was the best thing that happened this year different ends of the athletic do. spectrum he does make a good point
3: <laughs> that, <laughs> um, that reminded me of give it to the girl before we cross the try lines so have you been points.
1: has that have has that happened to you
3: all the fucking
1: time
3: yeah 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 Yeah, yeah. oh the girl tries are worth two so so just run after it we'll do all the hard work and then pass me like a young brett stewart in
1: support mate fantastic um Uh, actually one more question for you who do you like so what does that mean for you in state of origin
3: um it means that i have a very difficult time (laughs) in state of origin um uh my boyfriend gary um calls me a fence sitter and he fucking hates watching well he hates watching all football with me anyway because he's a dragon supporter Mm. um but he particularly
0: <laughs> particularly doesn't
3: patience. yeah doesn't like the idea of state of origin at all for me because i mean i am a new south welshman um i represented new south wales in my own sporting exploits as a kid like i like blue um i should go for the blues but it was a really difficult couple of years there when half of my team played for the other team and then i had to cheer for people like Fergo. like yeah fuck cheering for Fergo.
1: Thank you. Like this is, I've been saying these things for years. Like, oh, oh yeah, I just have to, I, I need to cheer for Paul Gallen just because of where I was born. Give me a fucking break.
3: I fucking hate Paul Gallen. And <laughs> I always have. Regardless of the shark thing, I just don't think he's a very yeah. good player. And all of a sudden, in the middle of the year, hang on, we're just going to hit pause on our season. We're going to take all your players away, and then we're going to make you cheer for players you don't like. I've never yep.
1: understood that. So, Matt, um, we know Greg Inglis is your favourite player, but how would you like to cheer for Greg Bird instead yeah, oh, it's like sounds good. I get to experience
0: um, having no origin players next year as well. That's great. I get to have my team not get my season ruined by Origin. Just be ruined before it, Origin even hits. Yeah.
3: <laughs> it's, it's funny because the Melbourne team's probably made up of the most amount of New South Welshmen now that it ever has been. Like, That's
1: probably true. Yeah. I
3: mean, when Curtis Scott played for us, we had Curtis Scott, we had Josh Adakar, we had um Nukin, um, we had Ryan Hoffman, we had all of these guys as well. Don't forget so, Anthony
1: Quinn and Steve Turner.
3: Because I, I will I? never
1: forget. <laughs> Um. And I mean, it's looking
3: like Pappenhausen might get a shout this year as well. Like that'll be a blue seam. I can actually kind of get behind.
1: Yep. I think that's, I think that's the case with a lot of people. Um, so yeah, no, I can totally get on board with that. Um, but before we go, uh, I'd like to quickly give a shout out to our top two tiers of Patreon subscribers. Um uh, and again, if you like what we do and you want to support us, please go to patreon.com forward slash NRL boom rookies. Uh, and those uh, people in the top two tiers are Bert Andrews, Carlo Tyson, Chris Abnell, Morgan Watkins, Thor Laycock, Jace G, Tom Hardy, Jason, Wayne Ritchie, Simo, Ty, Warwick Ahern, Roxanne Clark, Michael Murray, Maddie McPee, Harvey G, Dan Calamane, Dave, Never Trendy and Frankie. Uh, thank you all very much. We very much appreciate um your ongoing supports. Um, couldn't have noticed that M. Uh, Sprout wasn't in that list.
0: What's that about? <laughs> that's to about to take home? Take yeah,
1: home
3: yeah you, I'm on the I'm on the budget boom rookies tier. Man, I'm yeah. a I'm a graphic designer. Money isn't flowing.
0: It's true. Mm.
3: Mm, okay, well, That's fine. <laughs>
0: A little homework
2: for you all. Maybe <laughs> think, maybe I'll, maybe
0: I'll uh,
3: upgrade
0: after this. No, we're up- only
1: joking. No, um, but I, I'm uh, being quite serious. Yes, oh, okay. but please, oh. please adjust.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: no, but for, in all serious though, we we appreciate you and everyone else who supports us in any way. Even even the non patrons, even the people who just download and listen every week. Um, you're all, your your ongoing support is very very much appreciated. Um. But if you could take some time to maybe leave us an iTunes review, now would be a good time because, um, Mitchell, we got our first one-star review oh, in like what? four You're years. You're getting me
0: to... I thought we weren't reading this. You're doing it to no, me anyway.
1: <laughs> you tweeted it. You're like, oh, we don't want to give them a platform. It's like, you tweeted it. So we no, already no. kind of did. Yeah, true.
0: Okay. Um, you going to read it?
1: Oh, I can. Yeah, yeah. So uh, we got this one-star review today from Kanakis, uh, King of Games. I don't know what that means. Does that mean anything to any of you? Anyway.
3: Is this like a king, like the same way that Gutho's a king?
1: No, I think it's like he plays a lot of Settlers of guitar or something. I don't know. Anyway, the uh, headline of the review is Felt Hate. Uh, That's one star. What the fuck is with the Felt Cowboys hate coming from this podcast? I can't even tell if it's coming from the Bronco, the Raider, or the other clown. Um, (laughs) So first of all, Love that he is somehow (laughs) (laughs) calling myself the OC from now on. (laughs) I think it's all of you. Seriously, AJ getting the ball passed back to equal Felt on the tally was so poor. But even then, AJ is a solid player and deserves the top (laughs) try scorer. Okay. Felt is of equal quality at least. So stop being Southern flogs and cut the shit about Felt being rubbish he has been quality for years and continues to be despite some terrible defensive moments this year. That's my favourite part in the same sentence where he says Kyle
0: Felt is still quality he literally uses the word terrible to describe Kyle Felt. There's so many twists that M. M Night Shyamalan is making a movie out of that tweet actually (laughs) (laughs) AJ deserves this but also he doesn't
3: (laughs) <laughs> I concede he's not been very good, but why are you being so yeah. mean to him? Yeah, was well, that pretty Bob, much?
0: You know, what Bob Catter did that, didn't he? That's it who right <laughs> yeah. Look, Bob Catter doesn't know what a podcast They're is. They're not spending but... any time on it. <laughs> yeah,
1: <he is. laughs> That's it. It's the greatest yeah. press conference in history, that is. Um, is. Yeah. So guys, please leave us five star review if you want. Um, it can be, as, if it, what, you can make it as funny as that, but just don't also click one star because that wouldn't be funny at all.
0: Yeah. would uh, be do, pretty funny still. But. I do I have some other random Cansman stats before we go? Oh, please. This would be the first year since his debut year he's played under, under 20 games. Oh. It's pretty, uh, pretty bizarre for a dude who's played like a bazillion years of rugby league. But that's only <laughs> because there
3: were 20 games in this season. Yeah, and he, got, he oh, missed
0: okay. like two games, which he never does. Yeah. He's going to play 430, which you all know is like a mile ahead of the rest of them. But he's like, I want him to play again because he's so close to 3,000 points. 2,772 now. Old Cammy Smith. Which is he's right. He's going to need
3: there. like two, another two years to get that. I think yeah, he only got like 180 points this
0: year. Yeah, he needed, needed to score like 40 in the grand final from Cam. He then he scores about, he's only had two years cracking 200 points in a season. Oh, can
3: you imagine if we put 60 on him next week? How good that
0: will be? That would be great. That would. Um, I'm going to go for these tackles for his career almost 17,000 tackles, 1, okay. 16,879, 169 try assists, 62 line breaks, 158 line break assists. What is it? 24,133 run meters, Uh, 172 errors on your cam, Uh, only kicked four field goals out of 11 attempts. Not as good as you think. Uh, 1,290 goals, missed 424 goals though. Mm. A lot of misses. Pathetic. Pathetic. What's
3: that as a kick percentage overall?
0: Like three quarters, it's, roughly. It's it's surprisingly good. It's seventy five percent now, considering he couldn't kick for like the first like he could kick, but he hit like seventy percent for the first like eight years of his career. Yeah,
3: yeah.
0: He's I looked it up
3: today. He's kicking eighty four point four percent this yeah, year. This year, quite
0: but good. yeah. I thought about all of some random can numbers. It might be the last time we see him play, and he's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> pretty um, good,
1: yeah. Look, that's all fine, but he just doesn't have the heart of the competitor like John. Yeah, mate, Thursday.
0: but he's a wrestler, a and he. But you. Oh, how many games he refereed, Mitchell? God also damn. also 484 uh, I ha- And obviously 309 wins Is ridiculous mm. Ridiculous winning rate I have got his pen- Amount of penalties But you're not getting it No one's getting that fuel <laughs> yes. Yes. Getting It's it. at least 309
1: <laughs> One for every win.
3: With a storm anecdote In that I used to work At Ribs and Rumps At Parramatta When I was in uni And um, The players that would Play against Parramatta Would stay at the hotel Across the road from us And we would be The only place open at night So after a game they would come and eat ribs. And so I met all of the players from Canberra, from North Queensland, from Melbourne, all of them. And the Melbourne boys uh, came in really, really late for some reason, I think it was around about 11 o'clock by the time they actually got um, to the restaurant. And I was well and truly off my shift by then, but because I was such a fucking fangirl, I wanted to meet them anyway. Mm -hmm. So I held back and um, as we were sort of taking the food out to them, uh, Cameron said to me, he said, um, oh, how come, how come you're just wearing, like, a regular t-shirt or something like that? And I was like, oh, I finished work, like, an hour ago. And he said, oh, okay. And then without a moment's, like, hesitation, got up, went to the kitchen, and started getting the food themselves, because we were all off shift. And I thought that that was
1: really... Once again, I Cam know. Smith refereeing the game. He's <laughs> refereeing the kitchen. He took control of the ruck that was he the did delivery.
2: Yeah. And he kicked
0: a that- puppy on the way out. Yeah, I was going <laughs> to say...
2: If the if the chefs were if the chefs were handing the food to him uh, over the over the bench, um, would that have been him receiving a forward pass? Mm. That's it. Uh, Cam well, that's
0: Smith harasses
1: Cam You're Smith harasses waitress for being out of uniform is what I heard. Oh, <laughs> <that's there. laughs> Pages and three uh,
0: through eighteen. Yeah. Only two sin bins for Cam too. That's it, you know. Yeah, because that was like a of.
1: national holiday when it happened in that game. It was incredible. Oh, and it
3: had to happen at Shark Park as well. Like that just added insult to injury, didn't it? Yeah,
1: but it was also very funny. Don't forget,
2: okay. they made shirts about it. They
1: did. Yeah,
3: they well, sure. they don't have they much did. else to celebrate, do they? Yeah, well, and I'm I
0: mean, sorry, I'm like, I just can't believe your narrative so that Cam ground. Smith's a normal human. I won't believe it. I've been told he's the devil. He he constructed that second set of books. He knew what was going on at the storm that whole time. I think Cam Smith was the man on the grass. You know. Yeah, anytime he talks to the referee ever, that's it, ruins the game. Every other captain can talk to the referee, but anytime he talks on, defends his own team or players, the devil. Yep. yep, tough but fair. He destroyed rugby league essentially. I mean, I it's agree. as popular as it ever has been, ever, but yep. ever. he definitely destroyed it. Even Absolutely. though it's popularity of the last 10 years coincides with it. And he, he
1: just wouldn't survive in an era where foul play was more tolerated.
0: Yes. There's no chance. And he, would, and he wouldn't survive yet, especially when he was like the average size of all of them back then. Wouldn't survive if you put him back in that era.
1: No, no way. <laughs> just eye gouge everyone. <laughs> be great. He'd be like a kid in a candy store. But the candy yeah. is like people's eyeballs.
0: But yeah, I love Cam Smith. I'm going to miss him if, if this is Me it. too. That's why a few random numbers, whatever. I'm going to miss Cam because um, I'm also going to miss people hating Cam. Oh, me because too. People will be angry if, re- if he retired and he made it all about him and they're angry that he didn't do that as well. People will be angry either way at Cam Smith's retirement because it's always about bloody Cam, isn't it? Either way. Oh,
3: my God. You know what I half <laughs> hope? I half hope we get to the end of the grand final and no matter whether we win or lose or whatever happens, I hope that he sits in that presser and James Hooper says to him, so, Cameron, are you going to retire? And he says, fuck you, James Hooper. I'm not telling you anything. And then doesn't announce it for like a week. And James Hooper's heads explodes. At the end.
1: Fantastic. Um, great. Um, And this brings us to the end of another podcast. Em, is there anything you'd like to plug? Any any, any design work? Do you want people to follow you on on Twitter, or do you want them to yeah. leave you alone? No, so people
3: can follow me on Twitter. Um, um, at, what's your handle?
0: DMs are open. They are. Uh,
3: the, <laughs>
0: <laughs> you have to edit it out. Yeah, I know. Um,
3: my account okay, is it's, private, it's, though. It's, so it's not I getting I get, edited I get, out. I get selective about who actually gets to follow me. But yes, you all
2: I seem love
0: like it. I do the like same so <laughs>
3: Yeah. Um, at M I'm not spelling it for you you can fucking figure it out yourself it'll be in um,
1: the episode description so
3: i'm a graphic designer you can hire me for stuff sometimes if it's good i might do it
1: maybe we'll think about it maybe all right let's go play among us say goodbye m see you later say goodbye dale hi say goodbye mitchell goodbye mitchell and it's goodbye from me